Welcome into a terrible football show, episode 59, the final episode of season two of ATFS. We got all the boys here with us. Boys, hell of a season. Hell of a season, season two of ATFS. Hell of a season. Had Ricky join the show to kick off the season. Jacob came midway through, or pretty early on, actually, not midway. Either way, we have a great team here. Season two coming to a close. We're on a break next week. Uh, and then coming back Wednesday, March 15th, which happens to be the kickoff of NFL Free Agency. And that will be episode 60, the start of season three of ATFS. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, to end off season two, we're going to be doing Mock Draft 2.0s. Uh, to kind of give a vibe of where we're feeling before free agency kicks off, before the combine takes place this week. Um, I got a spicy one, boys. I'm ready for my mock draft here today. I've been ready for it for days, man. I've been cooking in the kitchen. I might have added a little too much spice, but that's okay. It's a mock draft. That's why we're here. It's going to be a great time. Uh, but, boys, how we doing? How we feeling? Everyone's here. Uh, we had two guys out sick last week. We'll start with you two boys. How you feeling now? I'm personally feeling pretty great. Fantastic. Uh, I felt like I was dying last week. And as you can see, I am not dead. <laughs> Congratulate. That's, that's great. That's great news. Let's go. <laughs> Ricky, what about you? How are you feeling after your sickness last week? Oh, I, I feel like I need to go off on something. I just don't have anything to go off on right now. Not today. Maybe when we come back in a couple weeks, you know? Maybe when we come back in a couple actually, weeks. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Actually, <laughs> give it a little bit. Let's get to round pick like 26 you might got something to go off on for me i'll let you we'll get there when we get there uh shane what about you you're feeling a little under the weather but how you doing how you feeling besides being under the weather uh yeah i mean i'm feeling pretty fine except for uh spending most of the day today on the toilet i know those feels man <laughs> did you shit yourself no okay no came close All right. it woke me up about four o'clock this morning okay shout out to boston connor with pat McAfee show First episode back yesterday, and immediately he's just like, yep, I pooped myself on vacation. And went through a full detailed story of how he shit his pants. So that's why I had to make sure. It's fresh on the brain right now. I had to make sure you didn't shit yourself. J Jacob, Ricky, did either of you shit yourselves? We good? No poop in the pants? I, you know, I'm not sure if I did or not. So I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> so it's a maybe for you. Okay, Ricky, did you poop yourself while you were, last week? Did you poop your pants, Ricky? Oh, no. I didn't even have okay. shits last week. Okay. All right. No, no poop in the pants. All right. We're good here at ATFS. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Uh, all right. So before we jump into things, number one, uh, make sure to check out some Rogue Energy. They did just launch two new hydration flavors, the Rainbow Candy and Strawberry Bubblegum. I know Zach just made a huge order recently. Shout out to him. And he's getting the Strawberry Bubblegum. He's going to let me know how it is. Uh, as well as go over to Agent Inc., pick up a jersey because they're awesome. They have a trash can on it. So why wouldn't you want it? Join the Discord. You can come chat with us. Discord's open to anyone, uh, you, your friends, and everyone. It's going to be a great time. Ooh, music ended at the perfect time. Turn that down. So, yeah, we're going to be doing Mock Draft 2.0 today. That's really the bulk of this show today. Um, you know, there's a couple of things that we can kind of shout out as we want. But uh, and we'll, we'll start with that. We'll start with some general shout-out stuff. You know, boys, how are we feeling about stuff going on in the league right now or stuff going on with the XFL? Have anyone got a chance to actually sit down and watch some? Uh, I watched a little bit of Orlando getting their shit wrecked again this weekend, and that was about the gist of I got to watch. Yeah, yeah I think I, the, go ahead, Shane. I got to, I got to watch um, Orlando get smacked, and then their coach tell all their players, um, yeah, no, just <laughs> we just ain't them. 
pretty much. <laughs> like those guys need to get better. Straight they up, need different guys out there. <laughs> straight up, his reaction is like that one meme video where he's just like, "I know it's a team sport, but you know, where's the coach? Like, I know it's a team sport, but I put together a perfect game plan. These players, they just stink. All right, it's their fault. It's it, that. That's basically what I saw there. Is I saw that meme one hundred percent for sure. Yeah, I think there are two things that I've learned uh, just watching the first two weeks of the XFL. I, did, I caught more in the first week than I did this past week. Number one, A.J. McCarron could still play. I think everybody can possibly yeah. agree A.J. McCarron can still play. And Ben DiNucci just needs to quit. He just needs to stop. Just just stop. <laughs> just stop. Be done, my man. Just be done. It's it's okay that you can't play professional football. Just be done, man. Just let just, him live just, his just, life, just man. Stop. Just let him live his life. Man, goodness <laughs> gracious, we could play quarterback better than he can. This, oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's so terrible. I wanted to root for him so bad. I know, because <laughs> so yeah. he's, he's a, a likable person. He is a very likable person. But damn, can he not play quarterback? Nope, nope. D- give him something else to do. Just give him something else to do. <laughs> maybe something maybe he can else to do. <laughs> man. Oh man, uh, how how are we overall feeling about the XFL comeback so far? Super positive, super mixed. Um, so, I'm loving it. Okay, yeah. From what I've seen so far, it's pretty been pretty entertaining. I mean, it helps that my team's two and zero and had two like damn good, uh, you know, comebacks. So. <laughs> well, you couldn't be saying you couldn't be saying that during the regular season for the NFL. So I'll give you that much. Hey, <laughs> hey I've, got, I've, I've got to win. I've got to win somewhere, right? Exactly. It, it, I mean, that's, it, it that's just how it works. It can't just be fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, true. It's, it's, Shout shout out to Shane winning the uh, the fantasy championship trophy is uh, right up there. Oh no, I mean I, I I've watching it from afar. I've enjoyed the XFL being back, and I do also like that they've got that multi year partnership lined up with Under Armour. They announced that I think yesterday I saw, so you know that that's pretty good. Adds some more credibility to the brand and everything. Uh, just look, you know, I looking forward to seeing how much more things are going to continue to grow over the next you know couple of years with this. You know, uh, so, you know, just something to kind of keep an eye out for and, you know, see what NFL rejects go down to the XFL. Carson Wentz, call him up. You know, he's probably, he's available at this point. Call, you know, let him go down, let him go down and play for the D.C. Defenders, I guess. I mean, by well, I mean, all, Arlington needs them. There we go. Carson Wentz. Of course, I, th- I think, I think one thing that would really, it's really going to stand out for the XFL is if they could compete with the ratings when Fox picks up USFL, which USFL starts in April. Yeah. And so uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes as far. But as far as the XFL, it's, you know, it's it's positive. Just like it was in 2020, uh, there's just, knock on wood, there's just no pandemic right now that's affecting anything. And so and that that's that's what hurt it last time. You know, when you when you bring it back for a first year, a first year and forever, um, basically a first year start league starting over again, and you've got to stop within three, four weeks of the season, that's not very good. You're not going to get revenue after yeah, that. So that's tough. Um, so ho- hopefully, hopefully it does stick around. I, th- I think the owners have done a terrific job on the rules. The rules are basically the same as what they were whenever they did bring it back. Um, I like how um, I like how they have the head of officials. He's already in looking at every single play. You're, he's not having to stop every single play. He's he's like, look, you just go. You don't have to go to the monitor. I can see it from here. I like how they're doing that, um, as as far as far as that goes. Um, and so yeah, just just overall, so far, just a positive experience so far. The NFL is actually looking about implementing the XFL's kickoff style. 
and that would be safer considering that I'm telling y'all that as, as a as a fan we see it and we're like man we love those hits but being down there on the field as an official guys you hear that loud pop you think someone's breaking something it I mean it it hurts me oh, just by even yeah. listening to it good as a crazy. former player as a former player who's had seven concussions in his life those hits may sound nice to fans but they are oh no no I do not wish that on anybody yeah true true I mean, yeah, uh, I remember in seventh grade, shout out uh, Darian Jarrett, if uh, anybody knows him. Um, we were we were practicing onside kick, and I was on the hands team. And um, I went for a nice flip because the ball went high in the air, and uh, I got tossed um, in the air like it was um, a Kansas tornado, and it was not fun. <laughs> Kansas tornado. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Kansas tornado. Oh man! It sounds like a finisher move. For it does. WWE. That's what I was thinking. It's like, is, is it, Shane, is this your like? Is it your secret finishing move that you've been working on recently? No. <laughs> Come on, don't be shy. <laughs> but um, as far as the XFL and and USFL goes, I think what they should be pushing for and what the NFL should be looking into. I can. I want to get y'all guys' thoughts on this. I would love to see them be put into a into an NFL like put in be put into the NFL in such a uh, branch like a like a development league uh, you know the NBA's got the G League um, and then of course baseball's got you know double A and triple A and the my like oh, the whole minor situation I would love something like that um, regardless as if they both combine and make something or you know one just beats the other one out for it that that's for them to decide or they do something like baseball and do like a, you know, like XFL is kind of like an upper, upper echelon development league. And then you kind of got like your B class in the US USFL or however they want to do it. Um, but I, I would definitely like to see something like that um, because that only helps the sport and helps the game in total. Right. Um, because for these rules that are, are trying to get passed into the NFL, you could use those two leagues as as kind of an experiment thing, um, and then also, I mean, more more pro players, more opportunities, um, and you also going to have a situation where, um, and I've talked about this a lot, where you you can have these these all star um, quarterbacks, right? Uh, I think Jordan Love's an is an excellent kind of um, representation of this. Like you know, you're not gonna start over Aaron Rodgers coming in, right? So why not send him to a, a development league like USFL or XFL? Let him develop and play there for two, three years, and by the time Aaron Rodgers is gone or retires or whatever he chooses to do, he's ready. He's had game reps. He's had that game time speed. Yes, it may not be up to NFL standards, but it's it's faster than college. Um, because most of these players are XFL or ex-NFL players or players that were just on the bubble and just couldn't get over that hump. So that's what I would like to see from that. Honestly, and I'll, I'll add on to that, Shane, because I, I completely agree with you on that. Uh, something else that the NBA does, if if you have so many injuries to where you can't have an active roster, um, pull from the G League yep. or whatever the development league you is going to be called up, yep. you call you can call people up just like they do just like they do in baseball like baseball you know uh double a and triple a players get caught up all the time i mean it's just it's just a constant of course you and i have a mutual a mutual friend who is who is playing class a ball right now ben madison 
Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm real, I thought he was going to get the call to double A last year just because of his stats, but that's neither here or there. But players like them in the farm system, they get caught up all the time because that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to develop. And I think that I, I think that we will have a better product in the NFL if we were to do that. Baseball right now uses a supplemental league to have different rules to where they can do research to make the game better, like Shane was talking about earlier. Um, some of them are stupid that I hope I never see again, that I hope I never see, but we're starting to see some of those rules come into light right now, just in baseball. And so for the NFL, I, I, I think it would make a better product because you have players like an AJ McCarron who are playing in this league. So his, he could be closer to home, Basically he could have a home life while he's in the XFL. He's, you know, his, his sons can watch him play and he's not, he's not on a, he's not on a team. Let's just, let's just say some random NFL team. Let's just say he was a backup for the Cowboys where he's just sitting on the bench and he's not getting any kind of reps in. So I a hundred percent agree. I think that would be excellent for something like that with the NFL. And not only that, what you see from baseball as well, um, you know, you get these big time players, you know, having long extended injuries, right? Most of the, most of the time, unless you're just, you know, phenomenal, you you get sent down to those to those minor leagues um to kind of get your rhythm back right and that kind of game speed um reps um and kind of work your way back up into the to the to whatever team you're going to um we've seen that multiple times in in the MLB and uh that'd be something I I would be okay with you know like hey you know if you're projected to come back from a torn ACL on you know week 6 or whatever um, then you'll spend week six and seven, you know, in the in the v- development league, whatever they choose to do, and then week eight will be your you know week back. Even though you've already had two weeks back in that development league, you're going to come back into that week eight in the NFL season a lot better and and per se because you've had those game reps by not necessarily just being thrown into the fire. I think uh, developmental league for the NFL, in my opinion, is long overdue uh, just from the sheer amount of players we see come in and get out of the league so quickly uh, that never get a chance for development. And I think there would have to be a lot of um, a lot of varying factors that have to go into it, uh, because, you know, one example that you, Shane, was Jordan Love. I think if for Jordan's love case, like, you know, if, you know, him being like a first round draft pick and everything, he would I, I feel like players in that situation would want to have financial security. You know what I mean? Like, you're going down to the supplemental league, am I still getting the pay that I would be getting as a first-round draft pick? Like, you know, they un- like they can understand why they're going there because they're just going to be a backup or whatever. Um, but it's like, you know, well, what is the what is the pay structure going to be like? You know, because like, that's what it's all going to come down to for these higher draft picks. The lower draft picks, they're not going to give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's plenty of, like, you know, day three draft guys you know, that are just going to, you know, like, eat it up and go for it. Um, so, I, you know, with how much money it goes into the NFL and all these uh, players. I feel like that's going to be the biggest holdup is in deciding who, who will go down there and who will willingly go down there. You know what I mean? Uh, Like I said, a lot of guys that are fighting for roster spots, they will more than happy go down there, but there's those, there's that, that small little gray area of players that, you know, you could see a team wanting to send down there, but then it's going to be like, are they going to be willing to do it? Are they going to be, you know, a diva about it or something? Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like it's, you know, something that uh, would be great for the game, just make the game better, not, you know, not only from a developmental standpoint, but also like what you guys are saying with the, you know, testing rules and stuff like that. You know, because the NFL, you know, they had their sub league many, many moons ago, the NFL Europe, and there were, you know, 
notable quarterbacks come out of that one, Kirk Warner, Jake DeLome, and others. Um, you know, so I, I feel like something like if you could, if there could be a partnership set up between either the USFL or the XFL with the NFL in X amount of years, I, I do think that could be better for the game. I would, I would bet my money that it'd be the XFL. Uh, I would, I would bet my money on that one that it would be the XFL that would manage to strike that deal where it could be a developmental league. And then, you know, each team, you know, assuming they stick at eight teams, you know, basically have assigned teams uh, in the pros that, you know, they kind of directly link with, you know, I don't think it'd just be a free for all frenzy. Uh, You know, I feel like it'd be kind of similar to uh, the AAF, uh, that dumpster fire of a league that crashed and burned horribly. Uh, each of those teams in that league, uh, they were set where it's like, you know, this like this team is linked to this NFL team. Um, so I, I feel like it'd be the s- set up the same way if that deal would ever get struck. But ultimately what it's going to come down to for that to even happen is the XFL just continue to have success. If they just continue to have success, continue to grow, then it may entice the NFL to maybe call up The Rock and, and Danny Garcia and make something happen, you know. Uh, but I, mean, yeah, I, I do uh, think it'd be great for the game. Yeah, and uh, and I think... Honestly, the best thing that well, that would, could happen is merging the XFL and USFL and kind of having those four or five people that uh, that own both of them kind of come together and reach an agreement. Because then you're not only stuck with eight teams because well, there's like, what, 12 in the USFL? I think still, there's still, like is there only eight? I think there's only is eight. There, uh, okay, well, I mean, even then, I mean, you could start a league, you know. I mean, 16 teams, And yeah. split in, split in two, two divisions, you know, the teams that are in the XFL are one, one division, the teams that were in the USFL, one division. And you have a, a wider spectrum of teams to where, um, you know, maybe not every team could have a, uh, a lower league team, but, I mean, it's not like you can't go in there and, and still pull from them, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you would just have to offer stuff up. Um, and then on second to that, I mean, these players that are on practice teams, like you don't think they much rather, you know, go and play meaningful snaps for a team rather than. Oh, yeah. See, they 100 percent would. Because, I mean, uh, I was good friends with Dennis Johnson, uh, ex NFL uh, and Razorback running back for a long time for a couple of years. Um when uh, I worked for Dollar General, actually, because uh, he lived right down the road from the one that we worked at, Ricky, and he, can't, he used to come in all the time, and uh, we we chat and stuff, and he said he he hated his time in, in the practice squad, like on the practice team. Um, he said that was one of the main reasons why he dipped out of there um, after his short stint and um, kind of explosion that he had for those two or three games or whatever he, he did play in, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's something that would this help everybody in in football? Jacob, you got anything you want to add on to that? No, nah, that was that was summed up beautifully. Yeah. Overall, just the best thing for the league is the bottom line. I think we can all agree to that. We just want the league to get better, especially in the rule the rule department. You know, referees. Hey, hey, development. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Good place for the refs to grow, baby. <laughs> you know, that's what we need. <laughs> that's what we need. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and look at get starting going through our uh, mock 2.0s. Uh, after that, if we got some time, we may speed run some random news and kind of give thoughts on it. But uh, mock 2.0s, definitely want to get into this because I've got some spicy stuff. At least I think it's spicy. I think it's very spicy. I, li- I like what I've cooked up in the kitchen personally. 
So what the rock is cooking? Bingo. All right. So uh, I'm also going to use an effect for this uh, for our audio listeners to add a little extra pizzazz to the whole uh, experience of going through the uh, the mock draft and everything. So I think I don't know what's going to be the best way to do it. I think you know since I'll be doing like the initial announce, just one of you guys jump in because I'm just going to leave it open to. With the whatever pick, the whatever team, and I'll leave it at that in case someone has a trade. I'm not going to say the whatever team selects. I'll just say the whatever team, and just one of you guys jump in. I'll always end it off. Sound good? Sound good. All right, bet. Um, I, I will say, before you start that, if this sounds terrible, just know that you're listening to a terrible football show and you signed Bingo. up for it. Bingo. So. You signed up for it when you clicked on the episode. That's right, baby. <laughs> Love it. That's what's up. That's what's up. And we might be famous one day. One day. Hey, hey, there's no might. We will. That's the goal, baby. That's the goal, baby. All right. Let's do it. With the first overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears. Anyone. Dive in. Trade away their pick. Trade. Trade. I also have a trade. Who do you guys have? A, who do you, Who's the trade? I wonder if we're still all on the same page, and who's the pick, boys? I have them trading down still. I still think uh, Indianapolis wants Bryce. I think they want to get ahead. Um, and I, I, I think even with Bryce's, technically, I think he's around 5'10", 5'11". Um, we've seen quarterbacks in the league be able to get around that and still have success. Um, so I have Indianapolis with the number one overall pick selecting Bryce Young. I've got the <laughs> Hey guys. <laughs> I have the you Chicago I have the Chicago Bears trading the pick to the Indianapolis Colts, but the Indianapolis Colts will select quarterback CJ Stroud with the Ohio State University. Here's my thing. I genuinely believe with the head coach they hired, I think CJ is the better fit for this team and what that coach is going to be looking for. That's my stance on this. Now, I want to stress this. Right now, I am aware that the Colts could stay where they are at four and probably still get CJ, and the trade may kind of seem like worthless in a way, you know? But I think if they're going to make this decision, it's going to be like a split-second decision. Sort of. like It's going to come down to the wire. I think they're going to make the trade happen so they can get above the Texans and have the the pick of the you know the litter. But I think it's but right as of right now, I've kind of, I've been swayed. I think it's going to be C.J. Stroud if it's going to be Indianapolis. I think that better fits the mold of what Shane is going to be looking for. Uh, Shane being the head coach, not you, Shane, uh, up in Indianapolis. I think it fits more of the mold of like what he may try to replicate with what Jalen Hurts was, same sort of build and a talent ability and stuff. So right now, I've got C.J. Stroud. That's part one of my multi-layer of spice. I've got some very interesting wild takes coming here soon. But with that said, with the second overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans select Bryce Young. <laughs> For me. C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I have them selecting C.J. Stroud. I, I, From? I'm going to stick with Will Levis. I just, guys, I don't. And now this could, this could, this could all because I had it. I had it the first time too, guys. Guys, there's just something about C.J. Stroud. I, I and now, 
the combine could change everything. Yep. But for right now, if we were talking about pro potential quarterback, we're talking about a guy who played at a basketball school. We're talking about a guy who didn't have an offensive line that was about as good as Vanderbilt's offensive line. And you <laughs> saw how bad that, well, they weren't that bad this year. They, I, they were actually all right this year, but um, you're talking about a guy who is the most pro potential quarterback and the Houston, Texas needs someone that's ready to be a pro quarterback. I don't, I'm not saying CJ Stroud. Is not the guy? I don't think he's the guy for the Houston Texans, at least not yet. Um, like I said, I could be wrong. They could select CJ Stroud, but I, I think they're going to go Will Levis. I, I've got a feeling they're still going to go Will Levis. Okay. All right. I respect that. I respect that. I actually like that. I actually like that. The The combine is going to literally change everything, especially because all these top quarterbacks are actually throwing at the combine, which is something that's like legit has not been done in a while. Uh, Bryce so, is not. He's waiting I thought he was. pro day. I thought he was throwing. No, he is not. Okay. Well, we know CJ and Will and obviously Anthony Richardson are, um, and then yep. you know, the guys after them. So it's going to be a very spicy um, you know, combine here soon. Well, well and, and it makes sense, though, guys, because if you think about it, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and uh, who's the other guy we were talking about? Uh, Richardson, Anthony Richardson. Yep. I can't even think of the damn guy's name. Um, the bust. They have – they yeah, he's going to be a bust. But those three have something to prove because they already know who the number one pick is going to be, and it's going to be Bryce Young. Um, you know, take granted if, you know, they do happen to – the Colts do happen to trade up for um, – for CJ Stroud, you know, more, more points, more, more points to you. But in retrospect, everybody's saying Bryce Young is going to be going to be the number one pick. So you have to find a way to prove yourself to these scouts saying, you know what? Okay. You want Bryce Young. That's fine. But let me show you what I can do. Bingo. Bingo. I'm looking forward to the combine just because of the, uh, all the guys that's actually participating in it. It's going to be great. Also, shout out to uh, Kirk uh, Benkert. He's also going to be thrown at the combine. To the He's going to be the quarterback thrown to the wide receivers and tight ends, that's all. He's been posting yep. it on Twitter. So shout out to him. Yeah, he's been excited about that. Yeah, shout out to him. All right, next up. With the third overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. That's my pick. Still, I'm locking it in. I got a trade. Uh-oh. Whoa, I love it. Hang on, hang on. And we have a trade alert. The Arizona Cardinals are trading their pick away to the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh. Interesting. In the trade, the Ra- the Raiders get pick number three and pick number 108, while the Arizona Cardinals throw away pick seven, 38, one thir- oh, 143, uh, and the 2024, so they get a 2024 second and third round pick. That being said, the Las Vegas Raiders select quarterback Anthony Richardson from Florida. Now, now let me let me explain. Let me explain. I understand this is a very, 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 very aggressive move, but there's a viable plan behind it. Josh McDaniels can convince either Jimmy Garoppolo or Jacoby Brissett to be the bridge quarterback in 2023. Meanwhile, Anthony Richardson gets a full year of development with NFL coaching. I think if McDaniels can get the most out of Richardson training wise, 
<laughs> Richardson might be one of the better uh, better players from this draft. You need to relax. Looking back at it five years from now. This, so, this is my take. I'll be quick about this. Oh, you're good. I want to agree. <laughs> I, I want to agree. But coming from a person that, yes, I have not played high school quarterback. Yes, I have not played college quarterback. But as a person has spent a lot of time playing that position and learning the position to try and be as good as I can for the for the places that I do play, um, and even getting uh, people at D1 and other coaches. I even had Clint Sterner have a one-on-one session with me, and the biggest thing he said is the number one thing you cannot teach is accuracy. That's his biggest flaw. If for some reason, if God gives him the, the talent to to learn that, I 100% agree. He will be the best quarterback out of this out, out of this class, and probably in the next three that, classes. Though. Let me make a dumb argument to that. You don't need accuracy when you're throwing to people like Devontae Adams. Fuck it, he's out there somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> Jacob, here's here's why I disagree with you. You're not you're not going to throw away everything to get a guy like Anthony Richardson. If you have a now, if Bryce Stroud was, I'm sorry, if Bryce Young was still on the board at this point, I could see them making that move because that that's a that's a move you would have to make. They're not throwing everything away just to move up to a third pick to draft Anthony Richardson. If they're going to do that, they have to get somebody that's ready now. They need somebody that's ready now, like right now. I don't now. think that's throwing away everything, though. I'll be honest with you. You don't draft a first round NFL quarterback to put him in development for a year. You Jordan Love. First, Jordan, Jordan Love, Love was a yeah. different. Jordan Love was a different situation because they already had a quarterback and they they you look at Aaron Rodgers right Trey now. Lance? We're playing the same. We're playing the same damn scenario with Aaron Rodgers that we've been playing with the last five six years. Is he coming back? Is he not coming back? Is he coming back? You know, we're playing the same scenario. You're looking. We're at a totally different scenario. The Raiders need somebody that can lead them now because right now it's all on Aaron Rodgers. Is Aaron Rodgers going to go to the Raiders or is he going to go to the Jets or is he going to stay a Green Bay Packer? Because everything else has to fall into place for them to get to that point. So if, if, if I'm the Raiders, you have no money. So there's no way you could go actually just go get someone like Jimmy Garoppolo as it is. If they're going to draft, they're going to have to go cheap. Real dirt cheap, and they have to get somebody right now that's ready. And Anthony Richardson is not ready right now. Well, they get a guy like Jacoby. They retain Jacoby for a year, or bring back, or bring dirt hey, cheap. hey, or bring possibly. back in uh, Marcus Mariota. He just got cut. That's true. True, but here's the thing: was will Marcus Mariota take that much of a pay cut? At this point, I don't think you care if you're, you know, he's not going anywhere else. <laughs> he yeah, knows that. He'll be in the he'll be in the NFL starting for Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci's gonna be released. <laughs> Basically, uh, I do like the spiciness behind that, though. I Sh- do. I, do. I, yeah, do. Yeah. I like the spice too. I like yeah. the spice. Shane, too. it's, it's Jake, a it's a Raiders right. type of move. It would be, oh, a, it to be Raiders fair. It is move. a Raiders type of move. To if be fair. Al- Davis was still alive, I would wholeheartedly agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, what about you? Who do you got going number three to Arizona? I have Will Anderson. Okay, safe pick. Um, I think he's the top three, if not the best defensive player in this in this draft. I agree. All right, next up. With the fourth overall pick, now hold 
by the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears select Jalen Carter from Georgia. Agreed. 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 And by the way, I had Will Anderson going in the, into the Cardinals. All right. Right on. Uh, <laughs> all right. With the fifth overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the C- Seattle Seahawks. I would go and take this one away, boys. Tyree Wilson, Edge, Texas Tech. Will Anderson Jr., Edge, Alabama. But, but, I will say I would not be shocked if Seattle takes a quarterback at number five. I wouldn't either, and I almost went quarterback here. I just, I don't know. I think that, I really think they need someone defensively. I I agree. I, I wanted to get, I wanted them to take quarterback here. But in my opinion, even though I've heard that Pete Carroll's very high on Will Levis at this spot, um, but the thing is, I think the front office of Seattle right now has too much faith in Geno Smith, and they're willing to ride him for another year. Now this, now they, now Anthony Richardson go back him up for a year in development. Um, let's see here. Uh, I've got Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Okay. For me, I have. Uh oh, hold on. The Seattle Seahawks have traded away the pick. Selecting now at number five, the Carolina Panthers select quarterback Will Levis. Part one of all my my moves is going to happen. I think, uh, as I've said before, Carolina is a team to watch in this set in the non spot to potentially move up. They're one of the the underdog teams that I could see even snagging the number one overall pick. Um, so Carolina is going to be a team to watch. And I think Seattle, while they need some pieces on defense too, this is still a playoff team. Yeah. They kind of got in by the skin of their neck. Sure. This is still a playoff team with a pro bowl quarterback that, you know, had one of the best, the best year of his career. He threw, he had an unbelievable year better than some of the other superstars in the league. Uh, and I do, while I think, yes, they could grab a premier guy here at number five. I still think they can get a premier guy at number nine. So why not trade back to a, a team that's hungry, a team that needs it, and a team that's desperate, stack up some more picks to use in later rounds because this is a pretty deep draft across the board when it comes to like edge rushers and other positions. So I, I could see a trade happening here, or they could just stay here, and that's fine. All right, next up. With the sixth overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Devin Winters Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. Tyree Wilson, Edge, Texas Tech. I like that pick. Thanks. I, I did it all have, by myself. I also have uh, Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. Even though I, I also think that they're also going to be adding Jalen Ramsey in the offseason. Nah, he wants to become a cowboy. Didn't you see the video? I'll go ahead and spoil something. We'll get to Jalen Ramsey here in a little bit for me. So that means you're going to have a trade. Um, I, and the, I'll just go ahead and mention this. Uh, I did have Cam Smith the first uh, in 1.0, uh, but just seeing where he's fallen uh, just in the last few weeks, I'm also going to have Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. I think he's one of the most physical corners in this in this uh, draft, and I think he's going to be a corner that uh, Dan Campbell's going to fall in love with, personally. But I could see Dan Campbell just getting another edge rusher to pair, pair with Aiden. Also, shout out to the fact the Lions are getting new uniforms in 2024. Shout out to that. They're introducing Hell a new yeah. helmet this year that's going to match their full gray, so I imagine it'll probably be a really nice, clean gray helmet to match with their gray uniform. 
Um, but yeah, new uniform completely in 2024. Shout out to that. Love to see it. No matter the team, I always love to see uniform changes. Let's see what we got. All right, next up, uh, we have... With the seventh overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Paris Johnson Jr. from the Ohio State University. Go ahead, Ricky. Uh, I still have Peter Skornorski. I like that. Hey, Alex, go ahead and hit the button. We've got a trade. And breaking news, the Las Vegas Raiders have traded the pick with the Green Bay Packers. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Vegas gets A-Rod. They swap the picks. So, what, seven for 15. And... um. I, don't, I forgot which one I I exactly have, but that's that's the basis of yeah, the we trade. Get, yeah, we get the the main thing is they right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, we get the jizz, um, Yeah. <laughs> and with that, the seventh pick, the Green Bay Packers select Quentin Johnson, receiver, TCU. Okay. See, I still I have uh, Arizona here since they traded with Las Vegas for Anthony Richardson. Yep. Uh, Arizona here selects Devin Weatherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. Okay. All right. I like. They I like. desperately need cornerback help. Okay. I like the moves. I like the moves. Speaking of moves, with the eighth overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, in a very non-original move in which I'm copying someone else's homework, the Atlanta Falcons have traded away the pick to the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> and the Baltimore Ravens are now on the clock, and they are not picking a quarterback. I have them taking the best edge rusher still on the board, Tyree Wilson. I think I, I do think it's a real po- a possibility that Atlanta is going to be the landing spot for Lamar. I'm jumping on that bandwagon that Jacob threw out there. I'm jumping. I'm all in on it. You're going to see this on my next couple mocks until something happens. Uh, I'm all in on this. Um, and honestly, I'd, I I kind of get the vibe that if that happens, I think Baltimore is going to roll the dice with uh, Tyler Huntley. I'm going to be very real with you boys. Lamar <laughs> Jr. I think, Honestly, I think he plays exactly like Lamar does. I think that's what's going to happen. So they're not going to go. Uh, I will say they could potentially go corner here if this happened with like a uh, Christian Gonzalez. But I, you know, with you know, in my case, Tyree Wilson fell a little bit. Uh, so go ahead and grab the best edge rusher on the board. Why not? You have an aging Calarius Campbell. Like, come on, go ahead and grab so, Tyree Wilson. So you have Atlanta moving from eight to seven with that trade. No, Atlanta, Atlanta uh, will. Just not have the pick. This is Baltimore. This is Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, Baltimore trades okay, Lamar so Jackson you, okay, to Atlanta. Uh, for some reason, I thought you were still on seven. I'm sorry. No, seven was uh, Vegas. Seven was Vegas. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Vegas, I, Vegas, I had, uh, Vegas, I had Paris Johnson Jr., the offensive tackle from Ohio State. Sorry, the Ohio State University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm jumping in on the Lamar to Atlanta bandwagon. So, again, Baltimore at the eighth pick, Tyree Wilson, edge rusher, Texas Tech. That's mine. I'm 100. Uh, I'm still on the Atlanta getting Lamar Jackson, but just for this draft, I wanted to do something different just in case that wouldn't happen. Fair. So I have Atlanta taking Miles Murphy from Clemson. Okay. Um, I actually I'll agree with Alex here. I am about 80 percent sure that if Lamar plays next year, not on a franchise tag it will be in an Atlanta Falcons jersey. 
but for the sake of Dallas Cowboy tickets and <laughs> Jacob being right for the first time as far as in like the exact picks, I don't want that to happen. Um because I mean, again, I did say exact picks, and I'll say that every episode. That's exact fine. picks. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, but I have the Atlanta Falcons selecting uh, Lucas Lucas Van Van Ness Van Ness Lucas Van Ness, yeah. Which is, in my opinion, on my board, is the best edge available right now. Um, I'm gonna agree with Alex. I'm gonna say Tyree Wilson uh, is gonna be drafted here, but I think he stays with the Falcons. Um, Which is possible. I don't think I don't think the Falcons would have to trade to get Lamar, unless they tagged him or unless um, oh, unless he's a restricted free agent if they don't sign him. Because I think once you're unrestricted, you can sign with whoever you want. Yeah. Yep. The thing is, though, um, Baltimore, if they are going to trade him away, they're going to want something back. To where, knowing Baltimore, they're going to franchise tag him first to where a trade will have to happen and they'll have to get some kind of compensation back. Exactly. I've got, I've Brady got, Jarrett, man. I've Brady got, Jarrett I've got three, plus some three first. uh, first round draft picks. I've got three firsts going for this. I really do. I mean, quarterback's the most important position in the league. I, I've got three firsts ha- making this happen next three years. So, all right, uh, let's see. With the ninth overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, in my particular case, this now belongs to the Seattle Seahawks. So the Seattle Seahawks select the potential next Aaron Donald with College Akansi from Pittsburgh. And I'm not saying it just because he's from Pittsburgh, but because this guy is an absolute freak, and I think he's going to be one of the best players in this draft. All right, now you guys. Assuming you guys still all have Carolina. Well, yeah, all you guys still have Carolina here, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And I have them taking someone who will – fall into their lap and they will not have to move to get any type of quarterback. Carolina Panthers select Will Levis. Quarterback, Kentucky. I like it. I have them getting C.J. Stroud. Yeah, that's true. C.J. fell for you. I just realized that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys will. He'd look really good in a Carolina uniform, I will say. Yeah. Listen, out of all things that Ricky said, I like that a lot. Um, but I do have a trade. Oh. And the Carolina Panthers have traded the pick, too. A team that is going to be even more aggressive in the quarterback market, the New York Jets. I think they're going to offer them everything they can to try and get this pick. And with that, the ninth overall pick, the New York Jets select Will Levis. That's right, because you had the... Okay, you had Rodgers going to the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I see the puzzle pieces moving. Yeah, yeah. So that means Derek Carr would have to either go to the Packers or he won't have a job. Or Carolina. (laughs) Oh, he could go to Carolina. Yeah, I, I would Carolina. say Derek Carr would either be at that with that scenario. He would just honestly be a, at a team in the NFC South. Let's be real. All four need a quarterback. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where, he, that's where he would be. The Saints. Yeah. I think he's going to be a Bucks. Saint next year. What about Bucks, guys? Come on. Just think about it. Derek Carr would look good in a Bucks uniform. 
Nah, Jameis Winston's going back there. All right, you need to relax. You, you, you need to relax. <laughs> you need to relax. All right. All right, let's move on. With the 10th overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select cornerback Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Agreed. All right, that's where I'm on agreeance there. I have the Eagles selecting tackle Paris Johnson Jr. from the Ohio State University. Okay. I have I have them I have them just like I did in the first round that uh, my 1.0. I have them getting Joey Porter Jr. for Penn State. Okay. All right. With the 11th overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans select, select. Peter. Go ahead. Peter, <laughs> the select Peter Storonsky from Northwestern. With uh, with losing Tyler Lewan, um, they 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 need help there. I have them taking Paris Johnson Jr. from the Ohio State University. See, and I went a totally different direction because I also had them getting at first my 1.0. I had them get Paris Johnson Jr. and they still may, but they need a receiver badly now. Quentin Johnson. TCU. For me, I have the Tennessee Titans. Wait a minute. Hold on, guys. We have breaking news. The Tennessee Titans have traded away the pick to the Green Bay Packers for Aaron Rodgers in Nashville, Tennessee. Green Bay Packers on the clock at number 11, taking Jordan Addison, wide receiver from USC. And I would love that. Aaron Rodgers in Please Nashville. bring A-Rod to Tennessee. Tennessee looking pretty good right now. A-Rod would look good in those powder blue uniforms, I will say. I think that is the – everyone's talking Jets. Everyone's talking Raiders. But there's another team that could sneak up and make this happen, and that team is going to be the Tennessee Titans. Watch some conversation potentially come up. Just depends on what he says if he's going to retire or not, which I think is very possible. But Tennessee Titans is they're they're the dark horse in this. I'm calling it right fucking now. Honestly, out of those three teams, four teams, I, I like I like Tennessee the most. It's a situation where, where with Tennessee where it's like, how much would you give up for Aaron? Because it's like you know if he is committed to coming back, you know you're getting one year. Anything after that's a bonus year. So it's really a situation of how much does that one year mean to you? You know, how much does that one year mean to you to really try to go on a run? And getting Aaron Rodgers and having a guy like Derrick Henry that he can hand the ball off to, that's game-changing for him. You know, the defense has a lot of solid pieces in place. They just need to continue to build on the defense. You know, he automatically makes any receiver he has better. You know, while last year they struggled to begin the year, we saw the improvements throughout the year. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just he, – plus he owns land in Tennessee. Like, come on, he bought land over in Nashville. So, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know, The only thing I would have to say about that is I think Tennessee will take a hard look in where they're at. Knowing they are a couple of pieces away from getting over that hump, and I think right now with losing Robert Woods, losing Tyler Lewan with an already a, a kind of a battered offensive line, I don't think they're willing to make that jump. And that's fair. That's fair. Because I thought about that a lot. I was just trying to be spicy. But I'm just I'm sticking to my guns that I think Tennessee could be a dark horse in the Aaron Rodgers conversation. All right, let's, let's head over to the next one. With the 12th overall pick 
of the 2023 NFL Draft. The Houston Texans select Brian Brees, D lineman from Clemson. Assuming I said his last name right. I don't know if it did. Yep. I have them taking uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver from the Ohio State University. I also have the Houston Texans selecting receiver Jackson Smith. In Jigba. From the Ohio State University. <laughs> and I have the exact same thing that you and Jacob have. I'm the one oddball. That's fine. I, res- I accept that. All right. With the 13th overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Broderick Jones, tackle from Georgia. Agreed. I still um, want the record to be known. I still like Peter the most, but I think he's going to slide a bit in this draft. I, since I have the trade with the New York Jets and Carolina here, so with me, Carolina with the 13th overall pick, select Brian Brees, Breesy from Clemson. I have Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. I'm sorry, the Ohio State University. Yeah, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> All right. With the 14th pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the New England Patriots select Peter Skoronsky, tackle from Northwestern. Now he's off the board. I have a trade. We have a trade alert. New England Patriots have traded away their pick to the Green Bay Packers. Oh, no. Oh, oh they wow. jumped up. Okay. For Aaron Rodgers. And Ooh. the Green Bay Packers select spicy. tight end Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. Oh, I thought I was spicy with Tennessee. <laughs> he took he took a little something out of my, out of my 1.0, Alex. <laughs> he took a little something from my 1.0. Okay, I see you trade away, then pick up a tight end. Okay, okay. I um, absolutely love the fit with. Okay, so actually, if if Alex, if you look at my 2.0 draft, I did not have that happening, but I changed it in my mind because. I absolutely love the idea of Aaron Rodgers being with Bill Belichick. I think if they pair them two together, they'll win a Super Bowl. I, I, I honest I, to God think they I, would win a Super I, Bowl. I think they're going to be very strong contenders if that happens. I agree with you. Could you, could you imagine seeing him in that uniform? Yeah. Oh, the New England Patriots have such good uniforms, man. And Aaron Rodgers makes anything look better. Would he wear number 12? Oh, shit. (laughs) That would be controversial. (laughs) Or do you you think he would try to strike up that controversy? Or do you think he would just like, like, I'll just take my college number. Give me eight. (laughs) Uh, You know. Because he's got a lot of respect for Tom, so. Mm. I don't know. It's tough. He also has a lot of respect for himself. (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh who else has got their pick here i think everybody already has okay okay i wasn't sure if we missed anyone all right with the 15th overall pick of the 2023 nfl draft the green bay packers select 
Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher from Iowa. Beast of an edge rusher. Can't wait to see what he's going to do in the pros. Agreed. Whose pick is this again? Green Bay. The Packers? Yep, Green, Green Bay. Bay. Yeah. I, I've got them getting Michael Mayer here. Okay. Shane, you're muted. Did we lose Shane? Shane Mark. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Um what I got a phone call. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Green Bay, fifteenth pick. Well, not Green Bay for you. Well, I guess it, it no. Yeah. Uh, no, it's still I have the Raiders. I have the Raiders okay, here with okay. Jordan Addison. Okay, okay. All right, next up. With the sixteenth overall pick of the two thousand twenty three NFL draft, the Washington Commanders select the man who is going to cost a lot of people their jobs. Quarterback Anthony Richardson. <laughs> I want the record to be known. I'm still hard in the stands that I think all of the AR stuff could all be smoke and he slips out of the first completely. But again, I want to be a little spicy here and I feel like if he's going to slip down to here because at this point someone's going to get fucking desperate and they're going to take this guy way too early and this guy's going to be a bust and I feel like Washington with Eric Bieniemy at now as the OC who's actually the OC and the associate head coach. I feel like AR is a potential candidate here if uh, he's still sitting there at Washington's uh, pick. Can we all agree on something here? If in five years that Anthony Richardson actually becomes a good quarterback, we, we got to do something special. Oh, we, I have we, no we, problem admitting that I was wrong. I'll even make a giant collaboration of every time I said he sucked. And throw it all together just to remind everyone, I said this. I have no problem about that. All right, you heard it here first, folks. I'm a man. I will own up when I'm wrong. But I don't think I'm wrong in this situation. <laughs> I have the Washington Commanders picking Bijan uh, Robinson, running back from Texas. Okay. I have them picking up Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Okay, okay. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I would hate for this to happen. Um, because I think it'll it's both bad for the player and bad for the organization. But I've seen stranger things happen. I think Washington's okay with sticking with Sam Howell to see how he does this year. But with the 16th overall pick, the Washington Commanders select Anthony Richardson. All right. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's hop over from there. We're on the second half of this thing. With the 17th overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select the same player I said last time of Joey Porter Jr. because he's got family connections, and I'm, I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> I have them picking Broderick Jones' tackle from Georgia. That's also very probable if he's still there. I also have them getting Broderick Jones. I have them getting, in my opinion, the best corner or second best corner in the in the draft, Christian Gonzalez, Oregon. Yeah, he slipped quite a bit in yours, yeah. Yeah, he did. With the 18th pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select, led by Coach Dan Campbell, is taking his own version of himself with tight end Michael Mayer. I do <laughs> want the record to be known. I think Dalton is the better receiving tight end, but Michael is a is a 
strong balance of a receiving and blocking tight end. I think that's what uh, potentially Dan Campbell is going to go for here. I think I do agree with you. I think they're going to get a tight end, but it's not going to be in the draft. I think the Lions are going to be the ones to pick up Dalton Schultz when he becomes a free agent. Fair enough. Uh, I have Detroit picking Brian Branch here, safety from Alabama. I actually like that pick, and I almost went Brian Branch here, but I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna get Lucas Venice. Shane, you're up. Uh, with the 18th overall pick, the D- Detroit Lions select Kalija Kansi, defensive lineman in Pittsburgh. I think you probably pronounced that better than I did. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. With the 19th pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Osiris Torrance, offensive lineman from Florida. Building up that interior. This man's never let up uh, let up a sack in his career, I'm pretty sure. Joey Porter Jr., cornerback, Penn State. Okay, okay. 19th Anthony, overall pick. Oh, Anthony Richardson out of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have two Florida quarterbacks, <laughs> Kyle Trask and Anthony Richardson together. <laughs> oh, don't forget, Florida State quarterback, Jameis Winston. Oh, relax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shane, did you get your pick in? Did I miss it? It's the 19th overall pick with... Um, Tampa, yeah. Uh, give me one second. Sorry, I'm looking at something. I do apologize. Stop looking at porn. Listen, dude. <laughs> it, it's that time of day, dude. It might it, that might be true. It's a nice clean six thirty seven p.m. But you need oh, to relax. Lord. Uh. <laughs> Shane's like, oh shit, let me close my tabs. <laughs> He's been Allison in front of everybody. <laughs> All right, Shay, what you got for 19? Did we lose him? <laughs> <laughs> He's too deep in the porn, boys. <laughs> He's too deep in the porn. All right, well, while we try to collect Shane, we'll, we'll hop over to 20 real quick and follow back up with him. All right. With the 20th pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks select... Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah. I understand they have Noah Fant, but why not add an excellent weapon like Dalton in there for Geno Smith? I have them taking Kalija Kansi, D-tackle okay. from Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I actually like both y'all's picks. I really like I like both y'all's picks a lot. Uh, I've got Brian, Bench, uh, Brian Branch of Alabama. Okay. All right, you already doomed that, man. He's going to be sitting on the bench now for the rest of his career. Nah, no, no, he's bench. Hello, hello, hello. You're back. You're back. Hello. You're back. Unlike You're back. Anthony Richardson, okay. he's gonna be a starter. <laughs> Damn. Hey, now, hold on. Anthony Richardson could very well be a starter. Whether or not he's good or not, that's that's a that's a whole different story. Yeah, true. He'll be another. He'll be he'll be another Jamarcus Russell. I agree. <laughs> All right, Shane. that I had him going to uh, Las Vegas then. 
Oh, yeah, true, true. That's what I'm saying. What I'm, that's why I said if Al Davis was still alive, man, I would I would totally agree. Yeah, if Al, if Al was still around, bro, ain't the, I would be locking an AR to Vegas hands down. No doubt in my mind. <laughs> All right, Shane, uh, 19 buck, uh, Tampa Bay, 20 Seattle. What you got for those two? Okay, so 19 I have um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers selecting Miles Murphy, Edge, uh, Clemson. Um, and 20, I have um, the Seattle Seahawks trading the pick. Mm, okay. Um, with Jacksonville Jaguars, because Duval. I think the, the Jaguars need a corner, and I think this guy fits their scheme, um, Joey Porter Jr. out oh, of Penn I would, State. I'd love that pick. I would love that pick. Yeah, overall, Jacksonville needs a lot of help in the secondary, like quite a bit. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. With the 21st pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Chargers select Jackson Smith, Najibba. N-Jig-Ba. Najibba. From the <laughs> Ohio State University. I have them selecting the third best wide receiver, in my opinion, in this draft, Quentin Johnson from TCU. Ah, so you also see a fall for him, because I see a fall for him. As it's noted, I have Absolutely not had him do. selected yet. Absolutely do. I, I'm sensing a, a fall for him. And as you guys may or may not have also noticed, I also have another fall for a player I've yet to name, of Miles Murphy, that I'm predicting a fall for. Okay, okay, I like it, I like it. With the 21st. Um, with the 21st overall pick, the Los Angeles Chargers, or yeah, Los Angeles Chargers select who I think could very potentially be the best receiver out of this draft um, as far as accolades and, and personal um, like yards and Pro Bowls and things, Zay Flowers from Boston College. Okay. I actually like that pick. Um, but I have the Chargers taking Jordan Addison here. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. With the 22nd pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Quentin Johnson, wide receiver from TCU. Now he's off ah. the board. Now he's off the board. Uh, but I do see a fall potentially happening for Quentin Johnson. I have them taking a sleeper at cornerback Deontay Banks from Maryland. That was a Baltimore and Deontay was a lot of my early ones. I'm I'm with you. I do like that one as well. I am going to go a different direction because I, it just looks like they're not going to come into terms with, uh, with Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to take a quarterback here. He has kind of risen up the draft board, or he has risen up the rankings just a little bit. Hendon Hooker has kind of fallen off the radar a little bit, so I'm gonna go with someone that's kind of on the radar just just a little bit, and I'm gonna say the Baltimore Ravens take Tanner McKee out of Stanford. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Jacob is so high on Tanner, man. We were talking about this before you got in. <laughs> um, I have Baltimore Ravens selecting Deontay Banks, cornerback, Maryland. <laughs> the Tanner McKee pick. Shout out to that. <laughs> I honestly I like all these picks. I like I like the Deontay Banks one that both of you guys said. That was a lot of my my early two point is that I was had them going corner. Um 
But uh, I like the Tanner pick as well. I like that. All right, with the 23rd overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback from Mississippi State. Brian Brees, D-line, Clemson. I have the Minnesota Vikings selecting Brian Branch, safety, Alabama. Okay. I have them selecting Kalaja Kansi out of Pittsburgh. I'm really high on him. <laughs> I like him a lot. I like him a lot, honestly. All right. Um, With a 24th overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Duval Jaguars have traded away. No, I'm just kidding. I, that almost happened. I had some mock drafts lined up where he that, that pick was almost traded. But maybe that will appear in another day. Jacksonville selects Brian Branch, safety from Alabama. They need – Defensive back help across the board, whether it be corner or safety. Brian Branch still sitting here. Easy pickup for Duval. With some good cornerbacks and the top safety, Brian Branch, being off the board, I have Jacksonville taking Antonio Johnson safety from Texas A&M. From, from my previous trade, I have the Seattle Seahawks selecting Andre Carter the second edge from Army. Um, I actually like Jacob's pick, Baron Dumai, but I'm going to stick with my 1.0 and say Zay Flowers at a Boston College. Okay, okay. All right. With the 25th overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the New York football giants have traded away the pick. Now on the clock, selecting the Arizona Cardinals. In this trade, Ooh. the New York Giants have traded away DeAndre Hopkins to New York. And with the 25th overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals select wide receiver Zay Flowers from Boston College. Oh, that's so nasty. <laughs> that is a nasty Ooh. trade. I would love to Ooh. see that. <laughs> um, but with the 25th overall pick, the New York Giants select Dalton Kincaid tight end utah i have the giants taking wide receiver here and i have them taking someone who i personally think is going to be a bust as far as the top wide receivers go jordan addison usc mm, okay and this is where brian bracy finally falls off my board i had him pretty high on my first one i had him falling pretty good on this one okay all right, all right. yeah that is cool i think who else had brian breeze just now taken was that Shane? Uh, that was me that was, to okay. the Vikings. Okay. Yeah, Brian Brees is a guy that could potentially get, go late top 10 in the 10s or in the 20s. He could go literally anywhere at the first at this point. All right. Next up, another slight spicy pick, kind of, for you guys. Hmm. <laughs> you may like the pick, but you may not like where the pick's happening is the thing. With the, with the 26th overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select a guy they most certainly could have gotten in the second, potentially the third round, but they're going to get him now because when they find a guy they like, they're going to go ahead and get him. And that man is linebacker Jack Campbell from Iowa. A guy they I, could I totally get later, pick. but they're going to go ahead and grab him now because they love him. Look, he, uh, Key in Tyler fucking Smith. 
I like that pick because he reminds me of Sean Lee, and I am, was a big Sean Lee fan back in the day when he was healthy. <clears throat> but I have Dallas taking someone that I have falling just because there's not many places for him to go on my draft board. Uh, there's not all the teams that would get him have already picked up players before him that are more of a necessity. I have Dallas picking Peter Skaronski from Northwestern. Man, quite a fall on yours. I, I just didn't even realize he. Fall. I didn't realize he didn't get picked on yours yet. Didn't the Cowboys get an offensive lineman last year too? Tyler Absolutely, Smith. but hell, we'll, we'll we'll do it. We'll, we'll run it back every year. First round draft pick, lineman true. baby. <laughs> very very true, and that's usually that's usually when you try to get a lineman. Um. I have them going a different direction, though. I have them getting a running back. It all falls on what they're going to do with Zeke. Are they going to give him the league minimum? Are they just depends, which I think they should let him go. I've got them getting B. John Robinson out of Texas. So do you have them not retaining Tony Pollard? Yes, but Tony Pollard's also injured. Yeah, but he'll be healthy for next year. Got to have a backup. Malik Davis is our backup. Like I From said, the Ohio State University. Thank you very like I, much. Like I said, you've got to have a backup. I have the Dallas Cowboys with a 26th overall pick, picking somebody who I think significantly kind of fell. I'm a big fan of him. Nolan Smith, Edge, Georgia. Okay. You think, like he, you think he's going to go high? I mean, I, I think he, I think he's fell. A little, I think he can go between the eighteen and twenty-four range, depending. But I mean, he did kind of fall, in my opinion. I think twenty-six to thirty-one is kind of low for him, um, from what I've seen from his tape. But like, especially like the national championship game and before that, like, I think he's a good player, and I think he fits Dallas well. I think they'd be happy to take him with twenty-six. Oh, definitely. The two best things that he has going for him is that he's a field general when it comes uh, to the defense, and he has such a high motor. Facts. All right. With the 27th pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Bijan Robinson, running back, Texas. I'm going to keep hammering this one. I want to say I had that I, one, too, in 1.0. Although... This pick may not happen if Buffalo goes out and gets Miles Sanders. Ooh, true, true. I think they're going to be trying to aim for a Saquon Barkley again, but I also have them selecting Bijan Robinson from University of Texas. I'll be honest. I do not think New York is going to be getting rid of Saquon this year. Um, I have Buffalo taking Zay Flowers from Boston College. So here's the thing, though, boys. Do they have the money to go get running backs like Miles Sanders and Saquon Barkley? I think they have the money to get Sanders. I don't think they have the money to get Saquon. I, say, I, I wouldn't think so. So um, I would agree with I'm going to agree with B. John Robinson if the Cowboys don't select him. But if the Cowboys do select Bijan Robson, I've got Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama going to the Bills. So you just have a also... running back no matter what. Yeah, I've got a running back no matter what. I just that, that's gotcha. that's their biggest 
that is their biggest flaw right now is is a running back. And I love Devin Singletary, but he has fallen off so much these last couple of years. It's not even funny. I have been hearing talks, Ricky, that Buffalo is interested in not Zeke, but they're interested in Tony. I don't know if Jerry's going to be willing and dealing or not this offseason, but that's something to keep keep your eye on. So the only thing, oh, goodness gracious, that would be so tough. That would be so tough to get rid of Tony Pod right now. Because if that's the case, he's going to draft a running back. You you cannot, uh, that yeah, there's, you, unless, unless he's planning on drafting a running back, for sure, because I still think he can, um, depending on what, what happens with Zeke, because more than likely Zeke's not going to be a cowboy next year. Um, that's tough. I, I don't see how you'd get rid of Tony Pollard unless you just get something in return. You can't say no to. I see Zeke still being a cowboy next year. He'd have to be the league minimum. That's all he's, he says <laughs> he's injuries, willing to take a significant the injuries. The injuries have just, and that's the thing. The injuries have just piled up on this guy. I mean, it just, they have just piled up left and right on him. And I, I feel bad because I, I want to see the Zeke that we used to see, and we're just not going to see it anymore. Uh, did we all get our picks in there? Yep. Okay. All right. I will say, once again, just last tidbit, I think we can all definitely agree Buffalo has to address running back this offseason somehow, some way. Yes. That's the bottom yep. line. Yep. Singletary is not the answer. Yep. All right. Uh, With the 28th pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Antoine Harrison, tackle from Oklahoma. Agreed. Agreed. I will also agree with that one. Holy shit. One that we're all on the same page with. Who would have guessed? (laughs) All right. With the 29th overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Deontay Banks, cornerback from Maryland. The Saints take their quarterback of the future, Tanner McKee from Stanford. Mm, okay. The New Orleans I also Saints have. Go ahead. Go ahead. I also have Deontay Banks. With the 29th overall pick, the New Orleans Saints select Will McDonald, the fourth from Iowa State Edge. Okay. Okay. With the 30th pick of the 2023 NFL draft. The Philadelphia Eagles select Will McDonald the fourth from Iowa State. Keep on adding the taken, edge rusher. Have him taken Nolan Smith from Georgia. Um, I have them taken Osiance Osiris Torrance out of Florida. I have him dropping completely out of the first round. Honestly, I, see, and I, I almost, I almost dropped him at uh, completely out of the first round. Uh, just, just for the simple fact is just by researching some some of the ones um, that that look like they're starting to move up, I I could see them dropping them out and getting Nolan Smith. I agree with Ricky. They get Osiris Torrance, guard out of Florida. Okay, and the final pick of the first round, since you know Miami had their pick forfeited, with the thirty-first pick of the two thousand twenty-three NFL Draft. The Kansas City Chiefs trade away the pick. Now selecting with the 31st overall pick of the 2023 NFL Draft are the Los Angeles Rams. I'm sure you guys can piece together how they got to this pick. 
Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey will be a Kansas City Chief. Please, no. Please, for the love of God. Now, let me say this. Money-wise, they're not there yet. They're barely over the cap, like five to six mil. But number one, they have an unbelievable amount of fucking picks to make this happen. The Rams are trying to recoup picks right now. The Rams want picks first and foremost. Literally, in just this year alone, the Chiefs have, I think, 12 picks in just this draft. They got the picks to happen. They have more picks in next year's draft, not more than 12, but they have more than their seven picks for next year's draft as well. They can trade away picks to make this happen. And not in with the cap issues, this team is very good with cap stuff. Okay, we've seen it over and over again. And this team is a team of dudes just wanting to win championships. They, I guarantee you if they made this happen, there are multiple players on this team that would be willing to transition some money into signing bonuses or whatever to free up the cap space. Jalen Ramsey will be a Kansas City Chief. And with this pick, the Rams select the man who has fallen all the way down here, Miles Murphy, edge rusher from Clemson, who could definitely use a little polishing, and who better to help get him polished than Aaron fucking Donald. And that's my buck, boys. I, that, I I'll be honest. I like it, but I don't want it to happen because <laughs> God forbid the Kansas City Chiefs gets better. <laughs> I will say, I'll go ahead and say this. That one, I, I, I was I thought about it a lot. It was definitely in the brain. It wasn't some last minute thing. But from the last couple of mocks that I had worked up, I did have the surprise pick of Jacksonville getting Jalen Ramsey back. That was that was definitely a pick that 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 I had lined up. That was you dreaming last night, Alex. Yeah, it was out. definitely not me dreaming because I'm not a Jalen <laughs> fan personally, but he has expressed his love for Jacksonville still. And while we still have Trent Balky, who's a complete stooge, I definitely think he'd be more interested to come back to Jacksonville with a superstar quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. You know who's poised to be a superstar quarterback. You know they're getting like Calvin Ridley in there. They're get, they're getting the pieces in. You know what I mean. They have a good head coach. I feel like Jalen would be more interested to come back to Jacksonville. Why? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I don't have negative or positive feelings about it because I'm not a Jalen fan. I think he's very overrated. Uh, he's still a good corner. I'm not saying he's bad, but uh, I definitely think it. I think Jacksonville is is a low key dark horse landing spot. I think the top landing spots for for Jalen, uh, I do think Detroit's in there. I don't think they're number one. I think Vegas is in that hunt. I think Dallas is in that hunt, and I think KC is in that hunt. Um, I think Philly's in that hunt, too. Philly was one of my early ones as well of the Rams having that 10th overall pick um, because you know, and Philly you know, uh, getting Jalen Ramsey. That was also something I toyed with a lot, but I'm locking in uh, Jalen to KC. I have Kansas City taking a guy who isn't even really confirmed whether or not he's going to be able to even play in the NFL because of restrictions. Uh, Andre Smith the, uh, Jr. from Army. Andre Carter or is it Andre Smith? Andre Smith. Okay. I have them getting a Smith, but it's a different Smith. I have them getting Nolan Smith. Okay. I have them selecting Michael Meyer, tight end, Notre Dame. Okay. And that's our 2.0s. All right. Woo! Woo! Which I will definitely post to Twitter this time. I forgot last time. I'm sorry. 
I'll get him worked up uh, by the time this this week is over. I'm, I'm going out of town for a couple nights here, uh, so I'll get it worked up soon. Uh, Ricky, if you could send me in, like in that channel your mock draft for me. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll get it worked up, and I'll post it as our nice image that I totally forgot the first time around. So no one's even seen those yet besides us, which is so sad. But I'll get it. I'll get it fixed. I'll get it fixed. But yeah, spicy though. I like I like a lot of the stuff that we did here today. Uh, mine is very wacky. I went I went kind of wacky with some stuff, but I, I think it's all very very possible for sure. Uh, boys, do we got anything that we want to shout out? Any any news related things we want to shout out? We just want to go ahead and wrap up the show because I'm I'm craving some some barbecue fries right now, baby. I am hungry. Yep. Yeah. Who is right, yeah, my I friend? Yeah, I have to dip out. I have to go cook. <laughs> so uh, I'm ready to wrap it up. All right. You boys all feel the same. Jacob, you got anything else? Rick, you got anything else? Uh, well, uh. Little surprise! I'm gonna be coming back to streaming next week. Ooh, Finally, let's go. What day? Uh, hopefully, hopefully Monday. Okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> uh, Destiny Two because the new Lightfall. DLC came out today. Lightfall. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. Man, I've been meaning to get back into Destiny Two for literally fucking years, and I still like I'll I'll get on, I'll play for a little bit. I'm like, oh, this is fun, and then I'll get off, and I won't get back on for like a year, and I'll I go through the <laughs> same cycle of like, oh, this is just taking up space, uninstall, and then a few months later, oh, I want to play Destiny Two. I, I gotta sit down for four hours and install this game again. <laughs> oh man, it's rough. All right, I'm hitting the music though. We're gonna get out of here. So, boys, last thoughts on anything that we talked about here today with our mock drafts or anything else of the sorts. Uh, ripped a Leonard Fournette's career. Yeah, cut from Tampa. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Unless he wants to go down to XFL. <laughs> he could play quarterback for Ben DiNucci. <laughs> you know, just just some of these releases that we saw, we did see potentially the end of some of these guys' careers. You know, Carson Wentz, Marcus Mariota, and uh, Leonard uh, Fournette potentially saw the end of those yeah. careers. Unless they're willing to be backups. Think, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the that's the only that's the only way. Which Marcus was, you know, he was a backup before, so he may do it again. But anyway, uh, once again, friendly reminder: we will be on a break next week. Uh, we'll be back on not Tuesday, but Wednesday, March fifteenth, which is free agency kickoff. We'll be live there for episode 60 of ATFS, the first episode of season three. Wonderful season two. Thank you so much for any support that you've given us throughout season two. We appreciate the hell out of you, and we look forward to an incredible season three. This season three is going to be our best season yet by far. I have no doubt about it. I'm so pumped for it. Uh, shout out to the boys for all the work they do. Shout out to you for listening. We appreciate the hell out of you. Until next time, have a good one. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye.